Welcome to Creatives, the podcast. Hello and welcome back to Creatives, the podcast. I'm here with Rachel from the Boo Projects. How are you, Rachel? Hi, I'm good, thanks. Thanks so much for having me on. An absolute pleasure. I'm very excited about this um, conversation because I love what you do. Um, Do you want to introduce to the listeners, what is the Boo Project? Absolutely. So um, in a nutshell, I guess the Boo Project is a creative series aiming to desexualize breasts, um, reclaim the female body and ultimately kind of empower women through um, art, poetry and storytelling. So a bit of a big claim there, but yeah what it is and um it was kind of born during our first lockdown in the UK um and it was kind of established as this rally against the hypersexualization of women's bodies in society and really with a focus on breasts so kind of during that first lockdown for me I was noticing kind of an increase in public sexual harassment so yeah. um you know I guess other people call it like catcalling things like that Mm -hmm. Um, and especially you know when we had our one exercise a day (laughs) and and I would go out and it would just be on the same road Um, every day I'd go out and I'd get some sort of sexual abuse like thrown at me Um, and you know kind of speaking to my friends as well and they were kind of saying the same thing during this time um we were supposed to kind of enjoy this this time of freedom <laughs> our one hour of freedom a day and we were just feeling crap about it all yeah. um, so it was yeah it was a bit of a, a hard time and that kind of just got me into a bit of a, a spiral it just really got me thinking about the kind of trauma we have around our bodies around our boobs especially um, yeah. and you know kind of thinking all the way back when we're we're young and you know if we have mothers and specifically if we've got mothers who breastfeed um I'm kind of thinking you know there's so much trauma around that because our our mothers are told to cover up and they're told that it's indecent and um, it's distracting and (laughs) all of these things when really it's just obviously completely natural and I believe that we kind of carry this this trauma with us and we do yeah definitely yeah absolutely and then we go through um to school age um and I'd love to kind of hear your thoughts as well but for me personally growing up I just thought it was so tough it had such a tough relationship with my body um from being in year seven being teased by boys about being flat-chested you know being 12 years old and being pre-pubescent little girl being teased about parts of my body that I wasn't really even aware of yet. yeah yeah um, <laughs> and it just creates so much insecurity and so much shame around our body and especially our, our breasts um it does yeah uh, and just, yeah go go yeah that's what, that's what I was gonna say this act this project speaks to me so much so I'm so glad we kind of found each other on, I think it was gals who create wasn't it yeah, absolutely. yeah um because I read like I don't know if you call it a mission statement mission statement and obviously you mentioned in the beginning there about poetry and oh that speaks to my soul so yes. um and exactly what you said is literally from 
birth to the very end for to when mm-hmm. if we become mothers and whether the trauma from it all and sexually sex sexually sexualization around boobs and breasts is awful and you said about school I felt exactly the same mm. I've had a not great relationship with my body and when you're going through that anyway and where you go mm. through puberty anyway and comments from the boys it just makes it all that more confusing yeah absolutely absolutely and you don't know what to believe I feel like as young girls were so impressionable and you're yeah. hearing that your from your peers and you know especially I found that you know especially the male teachers they wouldn't really do anything you know just be boys being boys and yeah that becomes so internal internalized for us and it, yeah it's so bad that in schools that when I think back now how much was just let slide and how mm-hmm. much was like I was speaking earlier about just the oh girls you can't have your skirts too short and yeah. or you have to wear trousers now so just like this this not okay we're literally children this shouldn't be a thing we shouldn't yeah. be sexualized from that age boys should know better and be taught better from that age because like you said with the male teachers not really saying anything it's kind of being like oh it's okay you can mm-hmm. just you can do that I'm gonna turn a blind eye yeah absolutely and I went to a own closed secondary school um so there was a lot of a lot of I guess pressure and also a lot of um yeah just uh, a lot of people calling you out on what you were wearing and and we kind of had this rhetoric in our in our school and these rules around what we could wear because it would be too distracting for the male teachers (laughs) um and it was all these messages just so conflicting yeah so awful about ourselves and that we were the issue and we were the problem when it's just not the case yeah actually it's nothing to do with us it is yeah. a new problem yeah absolutely it's so bad and it's talking about lockdown as well and hmm. the cat calling which is I'm so sorry to hear that um and it is awful that it's been so normalized like Mm. I've seen so many people speaking about it at the moment and Mm -hmm. speaking out against it it is not okay and why people think that 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 is okay I don't know I sometimes Mm -hmm. find it interesting to watch stuff when people have done it when the shoes are on the other foot so say it's Mm -hmm. women catcalling men and you see people in the see men in the comments getting so uncomfortable and whatever and I'm like this is what it's like Mm-hmm. day to day literally day to day and even little tiny nudges of like um the patriarchy little things that people will say just because you're a woman as well mm-hmm. it's a bizarre concept it is it is and um do you know the the kind of campaign our streets now i've heard of i don't think i've done i def it definitely rings a bell in my head yeah, so they're they're a really amazing campaign. Um, I think run by two sisters, and they started it to make public sexual harassment um, illegal in the UK. Um, wow. Yeah, so you know, I, before kind of coming across this campaign, um, I was I guess a bit surprised by it, but it totally makes sense, and it's actually illegal in many other countries. Um, yeah for some reason not the UK and they're really campaigning for this and you know they've they've shared so many um statistics and figures and showing that um firstly the majority of women the majority of of women and girls experience this um and the fact that it occurs 
as young as nine and 11 years old um, is, is so disturbing, but it, it does, it happens and it's just, it continues throughout our yeah. life. It's good that they're raising awareness of it though. And that I didn't, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize it, that it wasn't legal. It was, it was legal in this country. That is bizarre. I'm so, I'm really shocked at that. That's really taken me back. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad they've like, they're campaigning for something and I'm definitely going to do my research now and give them a bit of a look up so I can see what I can do to support but yeah it's yeah. just the, the world is a little bit twisted I think mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely absolutely um and I think you know even touching on the media you know we're fed so many messages about our bodies and especially our boobs like literally yes messages are shoved down our throats um kind of just you know when to show them off when to hide them away what to wear all that kind of malarkey yeah. uh, and that kind so, of with everything else going on in in our external world just leaves us to this inner t- like turmoil of feeling so conflicted and really disconnects us from our own bodies it does is, are these the type of feelings that kind of inspired you for the boob project? Yeah, absolutely. So it was really just a, a rally against all of this stuff. Uh, yeah. Kind of all of, yeah, all of the stuff that we have in this patriarchal society and really wanting to become connected to our bodies again. Um, yeah. And really work on this kind of desexualization of our bodies. Yeah. I think that's really important because um, obviously I know you. Do you paint or do you draw them? I paint them. You paint. I thought it was paints. They're so beautiful. I love them. Um, it's I, that's what I was going to say in reference to that. Is do you find that creating it via art has had a positive impact? Because I suppose mm. it's a different way to get a message out there as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, just for the I guess the the listeners who are not too sure what the Brew Project actually is. So I mentioned it's a creative series. So it's um, anonymous nude paintings um, whereby people send in photos for me to paint um, just of their their boobs um, and really just to show breasts in their natural true form. And yeah. I think painting is just a really nice way, like you said, to get this message across to kind of show them in a, a different light in a way, um, but showing them in their true truest form. Just yeah. Showing boobs are just boobs. They don't need to be sexualized or viewed as taboo. Um, yeah. And I think also they they just come in all different shapes, sizes. There's no yeah. ideal. And that's what <laughs> I found really nice about it is it kind of normalizes the idea that everyone's a bit different. Because mm-hmm. I think definitely in teenagers, you're looking at each other and you're like, oh, but mine are this way. Mine look a bit like yeah. this. Mine, And everyone's stressing. It's like, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. We're all different. We're all individual. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But I also, I think everyone's stressing, but I think having that conversation is so great because you then open it up and say, oh yeah, we're all, we are all different and yeah. we all have things that, you know, we find that aren't, you know, maybe one boob's bigger than the others. And then you talk yeah. to other girls and women and they're like, oh, okay, one of mine is bigger than the other. And then, you know, you kind of bond over that. And it's, I think it's a really sweet, uh, kind really of nice. coming together and community there. Yeah. I swear, have you built a sort of community from this project? Have you found 
like sort of comfort in it have you found people kind of talking to each other Yeah, absolutely. I feel like that's definitely one of the positive impacts there. Um, so like um, when I first started, I, I posted on the Gals Who Graduate and the Gals Who Create um, yeah. beautiful Facebook pages. Yeah. Um, and, you know, kind of just detailing a bit about the project. And I think I posted one of my paintings that I had done of, of myself. And um, I think by the end of the week, we had like 500 likes and, and comments and um, Amazing. just like an outpour of of girls from the community and um just really wanting to show their support and wanting to get involved in any way that they can and even if they didn't feel comfortable to you know share a photo they just gave me such warm regards and you Yeah. know warm um kind of encouragement and um just really expressing their gratitude for the space, which I just thought was so, so amazing. And that's really the kind of intentions behind the project is to bring this community of women together and uh, to create this positive impact. Yeah, I think you've definitely done that one hundred percent. Do you Thank have go on? you. No, I was just saying thank you. <laughs> It's okay. Um, do you have fun creating the art? Because I suppose it would be quite, I find art, like creating art quite peaceful and obviously to do because you have a good message behind it. Do you enjoy painting? Do you enjoy doing what you do? Oh, I love it. Yeah, no, I absolutely love it. And, you know, it's so nice, especially when I was in full time work, and I would have my day off, and I, maybe I'd have something in the evening, because um, I was doing a few other bits and bobs. Yeah. Um, just to have that morning or afternoon of just sitting down painting putting on some tunes in the background having a bit of a boogie um just loving it <laughs> it yeah was having some good downtime I do think it's very much needed in this very social world to have some creative downtime obviously not it's not for everyone but I find it very peaceful and mm. I enjoy it very much yeah and I know you do a lot of poetry but do you do any um kind of visual or like uh, arts um I I do I will draw a bit and I will paint a bit I'm not necessarily great but I find it fun I'm an artist at heart I think and anything creative I can get my teeth into I will try Yeah. Yeah. Love it. I love it. And that, and I think that's that's it. I think what this project has also taught me is that <laughs> if you make art and you create art, you're an artist. <laughs> yeah that's that is true that is something that I believe in as well no matter what you do like I uh, titled this a creative podcast because it is all creative people art is art no matter what you think it is or what you think is not art is art and we're all artists I believe in this world Absolutely. um have you ever been discouraged at all Yeah, yeah, um, a little actually. And I think, um, you know, it comes from maybe the, the messages that I receive from uh, men, especially oh on no some shock dodgy, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly, on some, you know, dodgy Instagram accounts. Um, and... you know, they're obviously I won't go too much into detail, but kind of disturbing comments. Um, and that's just, you know, it really does, it stays with me. And and sometimes, you know, the more the negative comments stay with you more than the positive ones. So yeah, Yeah. it's to feel like, oh, am I doing the right thing? Um, but You yeah. definitely are. <laughs> and yeah, I think it's that it's like, that's why we need
they're literally proving the point for the need of mm-hmm. these types of things. Oh, goodness yeah. gracious. Um, have you got any advice for those possibly feeling unhappy about their body or self-image? Yeah, this is a, a difficult one, I think. I mean, it is. Hard. I apologize. <laughs> no, 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 I think it's just, um, it's a bit of a hard one because it's so hard not to feel unhappy mm-hmm. with our self-image in this and our body because of the society and and what we live in um you know the yeah. media the cosmetic industry the fashion industry you know it's all kind of built on how you um, look yeah and and our own it's built off of our own sense insecurities and mm-hmm. and how we feel and our, our body image and you know we're we're exposed to it at such a young age um it automatically becomes ingrained in us and it's really hard to kind of strive against it but um I've definitely picked up a few tips and tricks along the way so um I think for me um what's really helped is kind of acknowledging these thoughts um so yeah kind of pointing out this negative self-talk about my own body and um you know where are these thoughts coming from and I know they're not Mm. from me because I was born happy with my body we all were we were little happy beings um yeah uh, rolling around and and having fun and I think um realizing yeah where these thoughts stem from um kind of catching them out and and kind of not getting too trapped in that cycle I think is is quite helpful and just surrounding yourself with people who make you feel good and make you yeah, um, yeah who, who lift you up um, that's really important yeah absolutely I think it's the people you surround yourself with and and who maybe compliment you on other things other than your appearance I think that's also yes. something that I've tried to do more in myself and more with other people um because we have so many other amazing qualities to us regardless of our appearance yeah it is it is important to give other things more power because you can get hep up especially within our society like you said and the way you put that of thinking about where these things have stemmed from was a beautiful way of how to think differently about how you feel about yourself and within yourself and I think that is fantastic advice um I have tried my best to especially because social media seems to be like a root of a lot of things is follow a lot of body positivity accounts and positive accounts online so my feed is not full of negative messages or even mm. subconscious negative messages that you may think or or people you may subconsciously compare yourself to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think, yeah, getting off social media or um, changing up who you follow, um, I think because it's, it's ultimately co- leads to comparison. And I think that's where it gets mm-hmm. really tricky when we're speaking yeah. about or thinking about our self-image and and our body because yeah if if we start comparing ourselves to people online or um you know you know photoshop and all of that um yeah dangerous to kind of go down that spiral and and having a con having your content of people who really inspire you um who make you think positively about yourself and the world around you is so important definitely I think it's good as well to think about the comparison thing because sometimes I'm like no women love women we are we Mm -hmm. are great like 
we support each other and then it's sometimes like oh I wish I had I wish I had her eyes or something like that and you're and but we're in situations where I've actually been in these conversations with people and you're like I wish I had this and they're like I wish I had this to you and it's like no one ever I think is truly necessarily happy with the way that they look like and I think that's that's this comfort in that because everyone's similar like everyone's feeling this like it's okay it's Mm. rooted in something that's completely not our fault Mm -hmm. at the end of the day and we're all beautiful in our own ways as hard as it is to think that sometimes we are absolutely that was beautiful I love that (laughs) thank you I found (laughs) some really good obviously I love top I said obviously as if everyone does I love TikTok Um, I surround myself as well with a lot of accounts that do like positive affirmations which I think is fantastic Mm. which is a really good way of doing it as well lovely yeah absolutely but but like you said it's it's we get trapped in it and you know I'm quite a newbie to Instagram and social media in general um okay uh, yeah um I had Facebook but (laughs) I'm like um I only got Instagram this year for wow (laughs) um for art really it was just so I kind of I have a kind of my own personal art account and just sharing kind of like a virtual sketchbook um I started over lockdown and then I have one for the boob project and I've actually got my friend who runs kind of the social media side so a little shout out to Saskia (laughs) Um, and she does the social media because I'm a bit hopeless with it all I don't really understand technology Um, but even when I kind of hop on there and I see um, you know obviously we're just following accounts that are similar to us who share our same message um, yeah great feminist accounts but you go on to the the explore bit and mm-hmm. you're flooded with like influencers and all these people who I through all the algorithms you know just throw at you and that's why it's yeah. so hard to like escape um what this ideal and what the sexualized ideal is um yeah. so even when you are trying to do all the good things it's so hard yeah. to get away from it yeah yeah it's good to have some downtime then, mm-hmm. in that sense. So away, literally away from an ill. Turn off your phone. It's time to go for mm-hmm. a walk. Let's forget about everything else. Yeah. Um, do you have any future goals for the Boo Project? Is there anything that you kind of want to achieve? Do you want to kind of keep going as you're going? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I know we just had a whole spiel about social media, but... Um, uh, we're nearly at a thousand followers, so that's quite exciting. Um, Congratulations! Thank you. So yeah, just kind of growing that community has has been lovely. Um, it's been so great, and every time I receive a message from someone loving the project, <laughs> I just get so happy and it fills me with so much gratitude. There, so I'm um, just really continuing building that community. Um, creating yeah. that platform where our stories can be shared and told mm-hmm. um so alongside the paintings I also have people yes yeah, a bit poetry and storytelling um about their own experiences and and just hearing that has been wonderful so yeah just kind of growing all of that and um also I'm I'm kind of working on um a different sort of project about mm-hmm. 
um, about the boob project, uh, but it's looking at how our boobs change around our menstrual cycle. Oh, okay. That sounds interesting. Yeah. So, um, so far it's just painting my boobs, but um, <laughs> I know for, for me, um, my boobs change throughout my whole menstrual cycle. And I think it's just really interesting to document that, you know, they get, they swell, they get bigger, they feel a bit more lumpy, they <laughs> um, yeah. then like grow a cup size. And I think it's just, it'll be quite interesting to to document through that. So that's, I guess, some upcoming um, artlets that will be joining the Boom Project. That's really interesting. That's, I, that would be really cool to document that actually very interesting to look at and look at the differences as well because obviously it's a visually be able to see it as well that's really really cool thank you yeah um obviously I am very passionate about what you're doing and what you're doing does matter and that is why I when we kind of reached out I thought wow this is fantastic um and definitely something that I wanted on the show because I love it and we love women on this show we empower women (laughs) um (laughs) I honestly have no words I've gone through like obviously I've had a little peep at your website as well everything you're doing I take my hat off to you I think it's fantastic and I have found comfort in it as well and I think that's why it speaks to me a lot as well and I can see people who would find a lot of comfort comfort in it too and I think it's amazing oh thank you so much that really that warms my heart <laughs> my absolute pleasure um if you want to follow the boo project on instagram is at the underscore boo project um I will tag your at in the description and um when I post things to instagram as well um, but yeah, so if you want to reach out and send Rachel some nudes, <laughs> please feel free. I'm sure she would be happy enough to paint them. And they're beautiful pieces, if you have a little look. Absolutely. And um, I always say, obviously, it's all anonymous. Um, only you can share anything you would like, um, writing, poetry, your story, a picture, um, anything. And if you do, um, and you would like the painting sent to you um, once it's completed, um, all I ask is that you pay for the postage and packaging, but really happy to send it across. Um, And some people, you know, want to give me a bit of money for my time and I don't really accept yeah. that but if you um want to donate to a charity um supporting women um domestic violence charity uh survivors of sexual abuse charity um or a campaign like our streets now then yeah that that would be amazing as well you are so fantastic thank you so much for coming on the show oh thank you've you been amazing <laughs> I'm hoping that this has got you some good uh, exposure because we've talked about some fabulous things today and I'm sure many of people can relate. And yeah, thank you ever so much for coming on the show. Thanks so much for having me.